We're back reviewing our our fantasy football standard league, our cave draft, our hometown league. Uh, this is what we get up for every year. Forget all the other stuff we've talked about. This is it. Standard league draft recap. Hit it. All right, so a little context yeah. for the people listening, a.k.a. everyone in this group. <laughs> this is our Keeper League draft, where you keep three players every year, and then you draft from the remaining players. You can keep anyone. It doesn't matter. You, you don't, like, lose. You don't pick or you don't keep based on round. You just keep based on – Just three straight up. Yep. Whoever you want, you get to keep three. And then we draft starting – Technically, it would be the fourth round then. So if you were just looking at this board, you would obviously think Kamara, Eckler, DK is the best <laughs> re-keepers. Yeah, that's yours. <laughs> but honestly, I think Cat had the best keepers. He, has, he had to, right? Maybe, except who knows? Barkley. Barkley. From McCaffrey and Diggs, Mark you have right arguably now. the best running back and arguably the best receiver. Yeah. Um... I won't say anyone's are like super great. Uh, cheeses are pretty good, I'll say. Yeah, Billy's Billy would be probably <laughs> he, he auto drafted himself into just having the best keepers. Year he had good ones last year, going into last season too. He always has solid keepers. And then he finishes in second. Yep. So I, yours truly. Yeah, I hate my keepers this year. Well, I like aside from Joe Mixon, yours are. Yeah, Mixon, I, I traded for in the offseason, like the end of the offseason from Cat for like a fourth round pick or something. Oh, wait one second. So I, guess, I don't love Mixon, but I needed a third keeper after I traded you, Kamara, and Eckler to get Cook. Which I think other than Mixon are very solid. I mean, you have the, again, Maybe. arguably the best running back and arguably the best receiver. Maybe. I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'll start wheeling and dealing soon enough. And then, ever like Drew is absolutely atrocious. Yeah, these so are he, just our 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 high school friends in our home league that just year after year. I I I don't understand why we can't just be in a league with ten people that reasonable people that know what they're doing. Jimmy fantasy. kept a quarterback. We're just yeah. Literally, there was a quarterback. A quarterback. Absolutely. It's not six-point passing. It's four-point passing. The next quarterback went in the fourth round of the redraft. Which is actually the – Sorry, the third round. Third round. But even then, well, actually, there was – You can't – all right. We need to preface that you can't take this draft board verbatim. Is that the phrase? Because possibly it didn't actually start round one, pick one, and go in that order because we have draft pick trades. And, and so, so it's really – this isn't the a hundred percent. It's generally the Pretty order, much. but it's not completely the order. Like, um, like uh, Justin Herbert was not the first quarterback taken. No. It um, that's yeah. It's hard to we don't have the exact draft order here, but this is just how the teams finish. Um, but what was I gonna say? I don't know. We just so some very good keepers, some. 
very bad keepers and then everyone else is kind of just in the middle yeah and we uh just for the this, this is standard scoring so non-decimal how all leagues should be we're very uh we're traditionalists non-decimal so it's like you get one point for every 10 yards receiving or rushing not not nine yards 10 nope. yards um four point passing you still have kickers uh but if your kickers miss you do lose a point which yes. i love um so you can't just have reckless kickers out there i'll uh i don't even know who a reckless kicker <laughs> would be, but legatron Anyway, let's just do some – let's do – let's start off with our recaps since we're the hosts here anyway. Um, I think we need to – We need to address the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room. <laughs> A.K.A. my first two picks. Your team. Wait. Uh, so we drafted – when did we draft? August? Like a week second. ago, let's say. It wasn't, though. It was August 22nd. Which is actually late for us. I feel like we usually go a little earlier than that. Um, so we're looking at the limbs team here. And I'll give yes, you and I'll make the argument now that we shouldn't be drafting until this week in the future. Yeah, of course you would make that argument now. Yeah, well, I'm just looking out for everyone else in the league, all right? Because of what happened to me this year. I don't want that to happen to anyone else. Your luck is just... It's deserved for your disrespect to us. No, a little adversity against for the reigning champ. It's just kind of how it works. All right. For any of you blind seals out there that can't see, we're looking at the limbs column here. Or if you're just listening, I guess we need to we need to talk as if people are just listening to our pod. So you have the some solid keepers here. Alvin Kamara, Elite Eckler, DK Elite. Metcalf. E your first round pick. The fourth overall pick. Oh, yeah. It was fourth overall, but it's really technically the fourth round of the draft, too. Yes. The one, the only, J.K. Dobbins. Which was a quality pick. Mark Ingram's gone. He's the lead back in the number one rushing offense in the league two years in a row. Well, I hated that pick from the start. I even told you in a former episode we did that I hate J.K. Dobbins this year. And you were insistent that I was going <laughs> to draft him. There's uh, no reason. The whole time. There's no reason to hate him. But to be fair, it's not who I was targeting leading up to the draft for the entire offseason. I wanted either Antonio Gibson or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And the people who were drafting in front of me, I was the fourth pick. Two of them were taking quarterbacks for sure, and one should have taken a wide receiver. Quarterbacks? I'm sorry, running backs. Two, Two were guaranteed to take running backs. One should have taken a wide receiver. But that one traded out of the spot to someone who then went and took a running back. So I was left with JK, which I wasn't, I wasn't upset about. I liked it. He's in our league. He would have been a solid player, standard ah, and scoring. And he tore his ACL, of course. <laughs> days after. How many days after was it? Like two well, days after the draft? No, well, no, two no, days. No, he was the second one. Let's just jump down to your, your second pick. So my second round pick was Travis Etienne or Etienne or Etienne, however you say it. doesn't matter anymore. He's not on my team. He's gone. <laughs> and, of course, also, he had a list Frank injury, whatever the hell that is. Well, and he's out for the season, too. So my first two picks out for the season. 
within days of one another and within days of us completing our draft. So I would say that's a sign from the fantasy gods that you really effed something up. I don't think anyone else has even lost one keeper. Nobody. Well, Cam Akers, but that was before we had. Yeah, that was that wasn't even a keeper though, or that wasn't even a draftable player. No, it wasn't. So let's. I don't know if you're able to recover after that. Let's see. You went Deontay Johnson, quality. Hawkinson, quality. Williams, Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is going to be if 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 I have success this season, it will be because he jumps into like the top five quarterbacks. Well, if he starts the whole season. I mean, I don't know. They're so weird over – I think he deserves to be their, like, unquestioned starter, but they're still questioning it, and they just traded for Mishnu or whatever. Mishnu. Who's questioning it? The Philly staff. Like, their coaching staff. They didn't even announce him as the – they weren't backing him until a couple days ago when they finally said he will be the week one starter. They don't – they're not sold on Hurts there, 100%. They're not sold on him, but I think he, they should be sold on him, but they're not. So there's a What's chance. His, uh, he has a good saying about something like rents due every day and I plan on paying it. Or he says some motivational quote, which I appreciate. I like that out of Jalen. Listen, if, he's, if he is bad from the start, and I mean, Philly's probably going to be bad as a team. So it's not really set up great for him. I, I don't know. I love Hurts as a ta- as a fantasy football talent, but I don't know if he's gonna start 17 games for them this year. Well, the rushing upside's there for fantasy, yeah. But if you're thinking in a real life, oh, I don't care about real life. But it I hope they're I hope they're matters. terrible, and I hope he just gets garbage time numbers. But the the real life matters for the fantasy. Yeah, but if they're behind, then he'll life, throw on. Benched, then you you don't have a use for him anymore. No, I feel like they have to give him. They traded their starting quarterback basically to let him start. They have to let they. It would be outrageous to go to Gardner Minshew, who was one in fifteen last year, as a Why starter. They just trade for him. That would be an abomination. They just trade. And again, the Eagles are an abomination. Capital for Gardner Minshew. I like saying Minshew, <laughs> but whatever. He'll, he'll he'll be good to start out for you. Let me just finish the rundown here. Corey Davis, love it. Jamal Williams, Kenyon Drake, Marvin Jones, love it. Niners D, Matt Gay, and Jalen Ragor as your last pick so for a little stack action. I already dropped him. Oh, you did? Yeah, for my boy, Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. Deontay I mean, Johnson is your wide receiver, too. That's solid. He's, a, he's good. He's good. Um, Hawkinson is you got like the last tight end of that like tier of the top six tight ends this year. After that's that, it. it's just a catastrophic drop off. Um, so I think that's a good pick, even though it's Detroit. Looks like you have like a decent amount of guys that are on like questionable offenses, like but they're in Corey Davis, Jamal Davis. Williams. Yeah. Oh, sp- oh yeah, you got the. Jamal Williams, TJ Hawkinson stack. We're just going all in on the, the Lions. <laughs> I don't know why. I like the Lions this year. Is that For a horrible, fantasy. horrible? I just like them. I think their offensive line is good, and I think they might be like, I don't know. Is Jerry well, Goff terrible? Maybe. Can you like them by they're going to be down every week, so you're going to get fantasy points because they're going to have to pass 
for entire games to keep up with teams. Are they, though? Isn't their defense, like... Are you telling me that you think the Lions are going to be good? I kind of like the Lions this year. You might be the only person in the country. What's their What's their uh, projected win total? I would be shocked if it's higher than three. Oh, I would take that over all day. I don't even know where to look that up, but feel free to. Um, their projected win total is five. I would take that over every day and twice on high. Sunday. That is high. If you take, I would take the under and reap in the profits. Take our advice. We're the frauds. Yep. Um, yikes. Yikes. So, I mean, I'm going to need, like, I need one of Mike Williams, Corey Davis, or Marvin Jones to hit big, or I'm probably in trouble. I think Corey Davis is your best pick of the draft by far. Love Corey Davis. I was targeting him with whatever my next pick would have been. Um, but again, putting some faith in the, the Jets often offense, there is always a risky proposition. Um, Marvin Jones too, though. He should be. I would have been in such good shape if I had, if, if even just had one of those guys gotten hurt. Yeah. Now you're, you're running back three is literally Jamal Williams. So, Woof. and Kenyon Drake as well. Ugh, I hate it. I hate it. You, you really got shafted good before the season even started. We'll see if you have the resiliency to recover from it. I'm not. Yeah, well, on it. We'll I have the heart of a champion. Seeing a dress kid, your third dress. And as they say, I'm looking for my inspirational quote. Yeah. Our Go ahead. I'm try- I can't find it. I'm looking in the group chat. Our every- loser in the draft. Every Best time one of my draft. players goes down. I guess no people, one can can't, see that. people can't see this. It is blurry as hell. <laughs> the quote is, God doesn't give his hardest battles to his toughest soldiers. He creates the toughest soldiers out of life's hardest battles. Don't know who said it, but I'm taking credit for it. I don't even understand it, and I don't, don't either. Relates to fantasy football, but... and now I Photoshop all my injured players at the bottom of the cliff in the picture. <laughs> well, Make that's all right. You're gonna have to put yourself on the top in a dress at the end of the season. As I was saying, our loser has to wear a dress around our local public town mall and then we go out to dinner at the oh, now it's stand-up factory well it hasn't officially been changed to that but there we are petitioning for potentially a new a new loser's punishment at the end of this season but i don't think it was ever finalized so might have to revisit that in our blissful group chat well that's always fun but anyways i'm going from projecting you with like a top five finish this year to bottom three for sure i can still sneak into the well we have six teams make the playoffs out of ten so there's no reason i shouldn't be able to sneak into the five or six spot maybe not one i've gone back to back best record in the league two years in a row that happening this year not happening that's me for sure you never know undefeated with an easy (laughs) championship ring this year i haven't even paid my entry fee yet i don't think i have either I'm just connect. I'm just collecting the winnings. Um, All right, so roast me. Let's do yours. So we made an offseason trade of Dalvin Cook 
and Julio Jones for Alvin Kamara and Austin Eckler. So you have Dalvin now, who I obviously love. Didn't want to part with him, but I liked Alvin enough, and I liked Eckler a lot. So I love Dalvin. Joe Mixon is so, like, he could be great. He could be a top-10 running back, or I don't know. I like the love him, but I've never been a Joe Mixon guy, but I didn't have a better option. I wouldn't call him like injury prone because I think he's played up like uh, he hasn't outside of last year. He hasn't really been injured much. I don't think in his career. So, I mean, he's hit or miss. Love DeAndre Hopkins. Then you went Clyde with your first pick, which I, I wanted him. I love him. I think he's going to be back and forth between him and Gibson, especially up until the end because he, he had that ankle sprain, but I'm banking on his health now because I have no other running backs. And he was so good before Le'Veon came in last year, or he, his usage was insane. So if he's back to that like level, then I think you've got you know an RB2 as your RB3, which is very, very good. I loved Robert Wood. I love that offense in general. I wanted him as my wide receiver too, but I think you took him before. I took Deontay. I took him in the second, top of the second, I think. The pick you traded me, actually. Yep. I love him. And then you went Kyle Pitts, who I I, I don't know. It's I, I feel like if there's ever going to be a tight end who goes for 1,000 yards his rookie season and has a good year, it would be Pitts. But, like, the tight end transition to the NFL always seems so difficult. But maybe they don't make him, like, a traditional tight end. Maybe they spread him out wide more. He's going to be a slot guy. They still have Hayden Hurst, who will be like their blocker inline guy. I like Pitts. Is just he's, he's basically a wide receiver. He is. And that one, the the only highlight I've seen him, of him in the offseason, that little like dump off yeah. that he caught, and he, he like was sprinting. It was like, holy, like he didn't look like he was running that fast, and he was just gliding. Yeah, he has long strides. And I think he has oh, the longest wingspan of any wide receiver or tight end drafted in the last 20 years, which is wild. So he could be a freak. He could be a keeper for the next, well, I guess, depending on the, if Matt, like who their quarterback is, he could be, he's a, like a potential keeper for a long time. And especially in our, like, I guess in any league where like, if you have the tight end, uh, like you don't have to play tight end roulette every week, that's a huge upside. That's part of the reason why I went Hawkinson early. Cause I just hate, waiver wire tight end oh, yeah i did that last year and it sucks if you need a tight end I, I like the top guys now just getting that difference maker and then you went lamar which i think is solid i think he's going to bounce back this year not that he was not that he was even bad last year but i think he had a little bit of a down year well compared to his year before yeah but he was still top five at the position yeah he's still Solid. Fuck, I love this. I love your team. He's a running back. He's just a running back. I took him, like, as my running back four, basically, in addition to being my quarterback at the same time. He is. He's going to give you a 1,000 yards rushing, most likely. Probably six, seven rushing touchdowns, and then potentially 3,000 passing yards and 20-plus touchdowns passing. So, I'll take he is rock days. solid. And then Robbie Anderson, who I also love. I wanted him. I think you took him just before I, I took one of the guys that I – or right before I had my pick. Uh, I had high picks. Mm, 
I went zero Debo. RB. Yeah, and then you went literally no other running backs. So you you did the under underdog the method, best ball route, which I think is I don't know how it plays in, and I don't think you picked up a running back, right? Oh, I did. I dropped Curtis Samuel for uh, that guy on the Ravens. Oh, Tyson, whatever his yeah. name is, taking a flyer. But I, I don't need Curtis Samuel. I have Debo Samuel, Devonta Smith, who I know you love, Will Fuller, who's going to be the best pick in the draft, Michael Pittman, LaVisca. Love that. Those are all 1A studs. Those are quality picks. <laughs> How do I uh, lose? Other than Debo, I think that's a – I do like all those guys for – was a stud, too. Have you forgotten about him if he's healthy? I know, but he's never healthy. He's always banged up. But when he is healthy, he's so good. I am a fan. I mean, this draft was pretty rock solid. Other than, yeah, I, there were some running backs I wanted, and they all got picked right before I was going, specifically by this run that our good friend Jimmy took. Uh, who had straight five running backs in a row. Kareem Hunt, Ronald Jones, Damian Harris, Mike Davis. Miles just took every possible RB two, like like RB two, there was. But Jimmy no, had also acquired, he had acquired so many picks in the off season that he, I think he was done drafting by like, like our sixth round or something. Yeah, no, he made like an in a draft day trade, and so his last pick was in like the last round. But he also took an average of twenty minutes to make each pick. Minimum. Literally, the draft took I think three and a half hours, and Jimmy probably had an hour of that to himself. Without a doubt. But, no, I am pissed that he took. So he took Damian Harris I wanted. That's, this is before all the, the Mac stuff and he, being the starter. I wanted Damian Harris, who he took. I wanted Mike Davis, who he took right before I picked. And he also got Antonio Brown, which I love, too. Yeah. There's a bunch of bucks on there. I'm playing him week one. Um, he, has, he has so many players from the Thursday night. The first. Oh, he got Jonu, too. Yeah, he has he – has, Amari and CD, which is weird for a standard league. I don't. I probably yeah. wouldn't have gone that route, taking both Cowboys receivers that high. Like those are our first picks of the night. Without having Dak. Without having Dak, and then he has Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. Again, <laughs> what the hell? And then Antonio Brown, Bucks defense, and Ryan Suckup. His his week one is going to be over after the Thursday night game. No, it literally is. So I might not be sweating it week one. Jimmy did the same thing last year, though, where he had a bunch of picks and he took a bunch of guys and then made a bunch of terrible trades and ended up with nothing. Yeah, and somehow he finished in third place or fourth place, whatever it was, on some clear BS. I do like his – I love – I don't know if it's just the Pats bias, but I love Damian Harris. Oh, yeah. That's why I wanted Ramondre. That's why I picked him up because if the Pats are just going to run the shit out of the ball, like maybe he gets some, yeah, some of those touches too. Yeah, I'm not even going to try to trade Jimmy for Damian Harris though because trying to trade him is like trying to trade with a brick wall. That's impossible. A lot of people in this group. Jimmy, uh, Drew, Gould, Gould. Cheese. Impossible to deal with. Pretty much everyone. Years. So if anyone wants to join our league, let us know. We're probably going to be kicking out of hand. <laughs> Someone who is very easy to trade with, though, is Cat. And oh, usually Kat you end up. Let's, let's recap Cat's draft. They're usually fun to analyze. 
Well, I think Cat had one pick in the first five rounds. He did. Somehow. I don't know what happened to all his picks. He traded them away. So he was left with the scraps. Um, and I believe he took C.D. Lamb, who he then flipped for two picks later in the draft. Oh, yeah, he did. He traded I think that's what CD happened. To get... So I guess he ends up taking D.J. Moore or Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin and D.J. Moore. So he has Chris Godwin and DJ Moore, um, but he did have CD Lamb. I think he traded Lamb to get like another pick. So I think yeah. he, actually I think he flipped CD Lamb for Godwin and DJ Moore. Yeah, he essentially, did. which is a good deal for him actually. Oh yeah, because he would have been like he did, he didn't pick for five rounds, so he would have been picking garbage players towards the end. So at least he got two quality guys. And I didn't for some reason I didn't like Chris Godwin at all in the offseason. I just thought too many mouths to feed. I liked Antonio Brown and I liked. Uh, Mike. Well, uh, fuck. What's his name? Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Sorry, I liked Mike Evans, and I was just like, um, he's not, he's not gonna have an, uh, like get enough targets, but I think he's gonna be so damn efficient with the targets he gets, and he probably ends up with like twelve hundred yards and he'll be fine. Double digit touchdowns, which is I don't know why I overlooked him so much. It was stupid on my part. I mean, I'd rather have other receivers just because their upsides higher, but he'll be fine. Also, Cat has three Moors on his team. He does. Elijah and Rondale, who he more, took Moors, more problem. And he has Darnell Mooney as well. Um, this Justin draft, Herbert. This is a nightmare draft. After <laughs> all of his picks, for context, he, he traded all of like his picks for this year away. So he picked, like we said, he picked CeeDee Lamb, traded him, got Godwin and DJ Moore. Then he didn't pick again for like five or six rounds. At which he took his quarterback, he took Justin Herbert. And then after that, he went Darnell Mooney, Elijah Moore, Rondell Moore, Irv Smith. Who's out for the year? Kenneth Gainwell. Uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, second quarterback when Why? he really needed other positions. <laughs> then he took Pat Fryermuth, Rodrigo Blankenship, A.J. Green, and the Bears defense. It's a, it's a prototypical cat draft here. It is. It is. Rookies. A lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of rookies. Most rookies, he, he, he classically drafted someone that's out, Irv Smith, but luckily he always takes a second tight end, so he has his Penn State boy, <laughs> Fryermuth. So he always gets value, though. Like, I guarantee, like, Darnell Mooney, who I don't care for or like, will probably be good this year. I like Darnell Mooney. He'll be good. But I mean, And one of those Moors, one of those Moors have to hit. Of the three, one will hit. I think a couple will hit. Well, DJ Moore's definitely going to hit. I like a lot. Everyone's growing on Rondale, but I'm I'm higher, much higher on Elijah Moore. Yeah. From all that all that stuff we've heard in the offseason, I think he's going to be a stud because I I believe in Zach Wilson to start out. Um, but yeah, a classic cat draft if there ever was one. Classic. What are some other unique picks from this draft? Oh, we got Drew. Going with an interesting round eight, Tim Patrick. <laughs> well, I don't think he's even going to be on the field at any point. I think he's their fourth wide receiver. I didn't so, even know who that was until I Googled who it was and what team he was on. Pick. He also scooped up Jarek McKinnon, who for a standard league is undraftable. An like abomination. Back to back, or to start, he went Josh Jacobs, Chase Edmonds, who are both just grotesque 
RB2s who have potential to bust. I, I kind of like Josh Jacobs. Those are his RB1s and RB2 because his keepers are Justin Jefferson, Julio, and George Kittle. So those are his legit starting running backs. Which is He's finishing him last. Yeah, I'd say his odds are pretty good. But you can never count out our good friend Gould. Nope. Who started with – well, he had three running back keepers. So his top receivers, Adam Thielen and Cooper Cup. They did get Waller, who I like. I think he's due for a little aggression. He took his classic picks in Kenny Galladay. Horrible. Horrible. And Philip Lindsay. If Kenny Galladay was available, I know I said I liked him. I was kind of just trying to throw you off earlier in the offseason and, like, get you to take him. Kenny Galladay, I hated him. I've always hated him. So you were lying to our listeners. I was lying to all of you, and I apologize. But I... If Kenny Galladay was available in the last round, I wouldn't have taken him. I can't do Kenny Galladay anymore. I've never liked him. He's never been on one of my teams, ever. That's a dead lie. You used to love him. No, I never liked Kenny Galladay. Yes, that's such a lie. I remember. I remember you liking him. I've never had Kenny Galladay on a team. You did like Kenny Galladay. I could go back and find it. You did. I guarantee it. No, I was not a Kenny Galladay guy. You were. No way. You were. You liked him. I remember it. I was a Calvin Johnson guy. Yeah, and then you were Kenny Galladay. I bet my life on it. I'm going back in the archives and finding it. Yeah, good luck with that. But yeah, um, went classic Melvin Gordon, horrible. That's basically the Kenny Galladay of running backs. But he did get Gus Edwards, which was before the Dobbins injury. So Gould had no idea that he would end up being a good pick. He just took whoever was available at the top of the board at the time. Yep. Sure, I'll take Gus Edwards. Maybe he'll get seven carries a game that's henry ruggs Mm, i don't know what to think about henry ruggs probably not good well he could be but i I don't think it's he's so boomer he'll be like a boomer bust guy this year he'll be like no one to start him same never there's a bunch of those guys on here like uh bill blenzy trash ty hilton but he's hurt too caroni drafted david johnson in the last round that was out of respect it was. David Johnson's done a lot for him over the years. So Caroni's draft is sure got drafted. Caroni's draft is pretty bad. And it usually is, is always underrated really bad. Oh, not even underrated. He is a terrible drafter <laughs> year over year. He might be the worst drafter in the league, but he has kept Ezekiel Elliott for since he was drafted into the league, and he's gonna do the same with Najee Harris. So yeah. somehow somehow he always just ends up like hovering around like third or fourth or fifth place. Let's read it off. Zeke, Devontae Adams, David Montgomery, Najee Harris, Odell, Zach Moss. Horrifying. Wilson, DJ Chark, Cortland Sutton, Tony Pollard, Hollywood, Mike Gusecki, <laughs> T.Y. Hilton, Ravens D, Young Ho Koo, Young Way Koo, and David Johnson out of respect. You could argue there isn't one good pick in that draft. <laughs> it's a pretty <laughs> Brutal draft. Now that I look back Except at. for Najee, and he had the first overall pick in the draft, so that was a gimme. Yeah, I think Drew's draft puts that to shame. And again, Drew drafted Tim. <laughs> oh Holy my shit. god! I didn't get a good like. I haven't had a good like chance to sit down and really look this over again. But that is that is god awful. I don't know what he was. He took all. He literally drafted all of the players. That I was actively avoiding, like DJ Chark, Portland. Yep. Sutton, I have zero percent of in anything. I'm I don't believe. None. Uh, 
Marquise Brown vomit, T.Y. Hilton literal nausea. I kind of like Mike Gusecki, but not really. Not really. Too many mouths to feed. And Zach now. Moss that early? That's uh. criminal. Like, who else? I, I can't confirm that this is accurate because, like we said, this draft order isn't in order. But from when we're looking at the board here, it looks like he was taking Zach Moss over, like, Raheem Mostert and Kareem Hunt, Trey Sermon. I don't know if that's true or not. Kareem didn't have, he didn't have a pick for a while, but I would imagine those guys were still available when he took Zach Moss. Yeah, maybe at least like Damian Harris or James Robinson. And this was pre-ETN injury as well. Um, yeah, actually, awful. he drafted James Robinson and traded him to Joey for a yep. sixth-round pick, and this was before the ETN injury. So he also Joey. He tried to flip me James Robinson during the draft, and I just denied him, which oh, was, no. in hindsight, probably a mistake. Well, I would say so, considering how things ended up for you. Um, well, you live and you learn. Let's see. I just want to make sure we touch on everyone here for our 10 listeners. Joey's first draft in the league, I would say good, not great. The James Robinson trade, James Robinson trade saved it. I wouldn't have touched Juju again if he was – Available in the last round, I wouldn't have taken him. I actually don't like Joey's draft at all. I hate Tyler Lockett as his first pick. Yep, um, bad. I like Mark Javonte, Andrews. Javante Williams could be good, but he's not going to be good at the beginning of the season. No. So if he didn't get James Robinson, he was screwed for his RB2 because his next stop would have been James Conner. James Conner, who's abysmal. That's Robert Tunyon, trash. Bills D, okay. He didn't. He doesn't need like drafting Robert Tunyon doesn't make any sense because he has. He got Martin. Tom Brady in the last round. That's but he already had Aaron Rodgers. So, right, these two QB drafters, despicable. Yeah, that's uh, a pretty bad draft. Drafted two QBs. Cat, of course. Drew got Tannehill and Stafford in the last, which is, is okay. Uh, Gould didn't. Uh, the only other one was Brendan who did, but he his. Fields in the no, last round is a good dart throw, though. Cheese and Tuma's drafts where they took their second quarterbacks makes sense because they're yeah. taking, like, the high upside dual threat rookies, Justin yep. Fields and Trey Lance. Like, I'd much rather take one of them over Brady or Stafford, who will never be starting over my actual starter. I just – I don't like that strategy. Like, when you can I, just I, pick up a quarterback on the waiver wire, like, why I, draft one? There's no need. If I if I had the space to take a second one, I would have taken Fields or Lance. But I I have Lamar Jackson. I have no reason to take a second quarterback. Um. And well, and I mean, technically, Tuma and Cheese don't really have a reason to either. They also have top five QBs and Josh Allen and Kyler Murray. But I I I, I get it a little bit more. Yeah, you could flip the that like you could flip Justin Fields. You could flip Trey Lance if they have a couple of good games. Right. Like once they become the starters. I do like, I liked Tuma's drafts a lot. Well, yeah. Gibson, your, our boy T Higgins. Love him. Expect him to get it right. I was a fan of Claypool. I think Josh Allen could be the QB one this year. He could for sure. And the fact that they came out and threw it like what, 16 times in a row to open that preseason yeah. game is like his usage could be insane, insane off the charts. Except I don't know if he's going to run as much. Yeah, maybe not, but he might make up for it, his passing yards. And then it got a little wonky. He went Trey Sermon, who I like, don't love, especially with – I like Sermon. 
Yeah, but they're like, I feel like they're committee always. Like they always have like three. It doesn't matter who the running back is in on those teams because Kyle Shanahan's offense always supports a good running back. Usually, yeah. But Mostert will probably get hurt at some point. He will. He'll get so hurt. He'll at least Sermon will at least have the chance to start. Hardman, I feel like, is one of those guys who's just like uh always gonna be like, oh, this maybe this is the year he's but he's like stuck behind Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill who are target hogs. I think that is his biggest question mark pick for sure was taking Hardman there when there yes. were definitely better options available or at least bigger sure thing options available. Like some of the guys I took were definitely available there like Debo, yep. Monta Smith, Will Fuller. Um, I do understand like if that was his guy though, I get it, but I don't think that was like his guy. I don't know if he necessarily like one like might have been I, he's he wants to buy into that the deep threat piece of the chiefs offense that's going to give him huge spike weeks and like three yeah, how do you know weeks. when to he's one of those guys you would never feel i would never feel confident starting him right I, I mean technically he doesn't have to start him since he has ajb yeah higgins and claypool but i think that's that's the biggest pick i would question but it could pay off it could he did rebound though and get Terrence Marshall Jr., who I like a lot. Yeah, he's going to be good. Actually, but, the pick before that, he took Michael Carter, too, which at this point is also kind of a question mark, but I guess you're chasing the upside of... Yeah, they have, like, four running backs who could be the starters. Like, isn't yeah. are they saying Ty Johnson's the starter now? Oh, did they? Last I saw it was Tevin Coleman, but... You see, like, who knows? Carter was working with, like, the third-team offense all preseason, so I don't think he's going to get... A lot of work out of the gate but he could he's like one of those he's similar to trey sermon where down the line like mm-hmm. end of the season he could win you some weeks or a championship yeah but in that offense like their defense is horrific they're not going to run the ball very often he's a receiving back though yeah so maybe it's it's not good not great uh and then like randall cobb was a terrible pick i think he already dropped him for <laughs> Penny. i think he, he already liked it at the time he was <laughs> hyping it up but yeah, no. In this league, you can't. No. Randall Cobb's not going to do anything for you in in our the standard league. I'd rather chase like a higher upside guy than that. Rashad Penny too. Yeah. Horrible. And then it's just kicker and Fields, Fields. was his last pick, which is good. Um, and then last but not least, we got the cheese. He he had a great draft. Other than Daryl, what? Henry, I, this I is kind know. of a gross draft. I like it a lot. But his Daryl Henderson, I don't know if he that was before the Sony trade or not. I don't think it was. No, no, it was Sony, after it was before. Yeah, it was before because Sony would have gotten mm. drafted in this draft if it had been after. So yeah, that kind of sucks for him a little bit, even though he'll still probably be the, the lead back. If he if that trade hadn't happened. This would have been my favorite draft out of all of them here. Just what? classic cheese. Like he didn't miss anywhere to in my opinion. He got Kyler Murray, who's arguably the best. He could be the QB one too. I like that. He went Allen Robinson first, too, who I like a lot. Stud. Allen Robinson's a stud. Um, so after that he went Henderson, then Kyler Murray, Jerry Judy, who I love this year now. Yeah. Bridgewater's the starter. Jerry Judy could be a, a wide receiver one for sure. Um, same yeah, I didn't Tyler. like him with Locke, but I do like him with with uh, Bridgewater a lot. Yeah, same Bridgewater supported three uh, top twenty 
or like top in the top 20 wide receivers last year. Three? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sam, was Samuel top 20? Yeah, I think he was like 20. Well, he was like 25. They were all like – it was like 23, yeah. 25, 26 or something like that, yeah, which that's is wild. So they were on – the Panthers were terrible. So it makes sense when you sometimes buy into these bad teams that are just going to have to throw it an absolute insane amount. But I don't yep. know if it will be the same for the Broncos, though, if they're going to be relying on their defense. So it's a little more scary. But he's the wide receiver one there, right? I mean, Sutton. the best bet. There's no way Sutton's the wide receiver one. It has to be considered Judy at this point. Yep. So he's the best bet to like really come through on that ADP. Um, but even if he doesn't pan out, I still love Brandon Ayuk, who was mm-hmm. incredible last year as a rookie. Um, and then AJ Dillon's a good like. He's kind of early, but at that point, like, who are you going to take? You're going to, you're taking him. I remember the draft. I don't think it was that early. I think it was after a bunch of these other cuts, clear cut starters. Cause again, it just, that's how the draft order was. Cheese like didn't pick for a little bit. in the Yeah. Like Mike Davis probably wasn't there. Guys like that. I doubt it. Yeah. Um, And then Tyler Boyd, who is at that point, he's a good pick. Cause if one of the other Bengals receivers goes down. Yep. I do love Logan Thomas too. Logan Thomas is inc- he's the best. That's the best value. Tight end pick you can get for sure. After Logan Thomas, it is a shit show. Yeah, There's no one after that. But I love Logan Thomas. Well, so, Johnu, I kind of like Johnu. Way later though. Yeah, definitely Logan, later. Logan Thomas is like a ninth round pick, and you're not taking Johnu until like the 14th or 15th round. So, uh, he's he could easily lead the. The football team in targets, for sure. The football team. Oh, um, and he also got the football team's defense. He did, which is great. And he took Trey Lance. Latavius that's that's like his worst pick, I think. Um, he might have even dropped him already. I know. I think he did. Like Tony Jones too, or whatever. But whatever. That's like a late round. And then his kicker, football team. And then he finished with Damian Williams, who's also a good pick at the end, end of the draft. That's a good pick. Um, he's gonna get work. In the Chicago backfield, so I yeah, like you're talking. I do. You're talking me into it. I like it. I, I mean, especially Judy Ayuk and Thomas. I think those are three rock solid picks. Yeah, Henderson. Yeah. That's shitty because Sony signed there. But I also like at that point, it was like Henderson or like Javante or I guess you could have yeah. gone James Robinson, but James yeah, Robinson then, wasn't. Yeah, you don't know at the time, so it, it looked like a like good Kareem pick. maybe, but. Like, they're kind of in the same category. Yeah, so I think he did good here. Um, so for ranking best drafts, I don't know. I think you had the best draft. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, I'll take it. It's all that off-season uh, work I've put in, mostly in best ball. Shout-out to Underdog. Shout I out to our sponsor. My best ball strategy into the standard league draft, which I've never done before. I usually load the hell up on running backs. Um, so that's where I could get end up getting hurt if I lose one of my running backs, or especially if I lose two of them. But I don't even want to lose one. I'm in trouble if I lose any of that. I'll have to trade, try to trade for someone at that point. Um, but I, I've never had better depth in my receivers. For sure. My the biggest like 
thing that could screw me now is picking the right receiver to start every week. Yeah, that's going to be tough. But if a couple of them, like, start off well, you can always package them and go get, right, like, Same a Damian deal. Harris or, or somebody. Uh, good try, but Jimmy will never trade. Yeah, that won't work. <laughs> I would have loved my draft if I didn't lose those two guys. It's hard to rank you now because of that. It was rock solid. If you hadn't lost them, it would have been a good draft. But I think I like Cheese. I like Brendan's. Um, I hate sort of Drew's. I hate Joey's. I hate Peroni's. I like, much. I like Gould's first three. Peroni's might four. be the worst. Coronies is the worst of all time. I'd probably put you after myself, Cheese, and, and Brendan. You would be after that. After that, it is just a toss <laughs> I'm telling you, we play with absolute clowns <laughs> year after year that still have no idea what they're doing and then still end up winning. <laughs> and yet we've only had one winner win the league twice. And it was one of our friend's dads. Yep, who we kicked out because he was too good. But at least we have a little parody. At least there's evenness. And now this is the year where we're either going to have a repeat winner or we're going to have a newbie win the league, an outsider, not one of the original members. Yeah. Or maybe Cat will win. Cats do. Cat's the last remaining OG. He's been due for without a ring. This is our 10th year. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, 2011 was the first year. And there's only like four of us are still in the league from that season like me brendan yeah five half, five. half the league is remaining Gould. oh sorry wait six one two three and four and cheese five six so yeah six we but still have did, a majority thankfully leave. i did but i'm back i took right a hiatus and i'll probably leave again at some point but i almost quit last year <laughs> but i can't i just can't i want to so bad but i can't I need to win this year. Come on, Kyle Pitts. That could be the the game changer for you. If Kyle Pitts is good, it could take your team over the top. If he's like average, you have to play the, and or if you if he's like, just like has a good week and then like has a couple of shitty weeks in a row, you're like, fuck, do I start him? And then you don't start him, and then he has a good week. You might oh, yeah. just be playing like Kyle yeah, Pitts roulette all game. season. I'm just banking on the Falcons being the Falcons and having to throw it 50 times a game because they yep. suck. You need like that. He's also just a freak of nature. I think he'll probably score 10 touchdowns. He might not have a bunch of yards, but I'll take he'll the score, team. which is all you really want out of your tight end, just a touchdown. It is. It is. So, but, yeah, that's the draft. Yeah, we can wrap it up there. We should have some more stuff coming out soon with seasons around the corner. A week from today is the Bucks. Cowboys. Wow. And we'll be out in in the up in the mountains for week one NFL. Yep. Little fan, a little NFL week one getaway escapade <laughs> on the East Coast. Wow, I can't wait. All right. Subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> follow us on Twitter. Tweet us at Listen, Fantasy Broads. Review on iTunes, Spotify. Buffalo Wild Wings. 